Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I'm Layla London, aka The Curious Girl. Now just to let you know, this podcast is not suitable for work. It's also not suitable for anybody under 18. But the rest of you consenting adults, let's get ready to talk about my sex life, sex in general, and everything in between in explicit, raunchy, fun detail. Alright, here we go. Some asshole rolls up, you know, and he's good looking and he's a total douche. Uh, I'm not just going to have sex with him because he's good looking. No. Maybe masturbate later. We'll see. Uh, gotta, gotta give that big new dildo with a suction cup uh, a workout. And of course, I'm instantly responding to you and turned on the second I feel that cough inside me because you know how much I love it, baby, and I need it every day. Well, good morning, everybody, and I hope you're having a good day so far. I'm just starting off my Sunday morning with you. Where else would I be? Um, okay, quick announcements before I get started that we're going to do a Q&A this time, but I uh, wanted to get a couple things out there. I think I said it last time. Just wanted to let you know that I've now included a, a donation link next to all the podcast episodes. So if you go to thecuriousgirldiaries.com and click on a specific episode, you'll see a link there to donate. If you would consider making a donation, I would really appreciate it. This is my fourth year. I've been basically paying for the whole thing myself, no big deal, but it would be nice if I could get some donations too. So it would be much appreciated. And, um, all, donat- all donators will get something special from me. I'm not going to say what, but I think you'll like it. Okay, the next thing is, guess what? You can text me now. And here's my text number, 415-997-0957. So shoot me a text. You know, Let me know what you think of the show. If you have questions, comments, things like that, it's a really good way to communicate with me. Better than the DMs on my social media because, obviously, the texting is right there on my phone, and you're going to get my attention faster. Okay, let's start with our Q&A. Um, oh, wait, sorry, one more thing. I'm also now on Twitter. I know, it took me long enough, huh? I'm, I'm starting to expand my social media platforms a bit. I think just moving off of the same three that I've had forever. Um, and I'm on Twitter now, so if you want to follow me there too, my handle is at the curious underscore girl. Okay. All right, let's get going. Uh, first question, why do you hate dick pics so much? And who'd this come from? I didn't put the handle down. Um, why do I hate dick pics so much? It's, it's not that I like, I don't hate dicks. I love dick. But what I don't like is just random dicks popping up in my DMs, on my text, emails, all the ways that you guys like to basically, I mean, hit me with a dick bomb. I mean, (laughs) I consider it rude, to be honest with you. Um, And I don't understand why, especially when on all of my social media platforms, it says expressly no dick pics. So, I'll explain something to you guys out there that don't get this. When a woman puts the word no or starts a sentence with the word no and she puts it in front of anything, don't do something specific, no means no. Maybe, you know, uh, maybe a longer sentence gets confusing. Maybe just N-O period is, you know, what you're going to understand more. But 
When, when somebody tells you that that's not what they want, you don't force it on them. You wouldn't force it on them physically in their in their presence. You, you know, you wouldn't force a woman to do something she didn't want want you to. This is kind of in the same vein. I don't care to see your dicks. It does nothing for me other than uh, make me want to humiliate you mercilessly and find flaws and tell you how small it is, tell you what a fucktard you are. Also tell you that clearly you need to slap both your parents because they raised a moron and turned a moron out into the world. And I don't know what to say for you. You, you need get some education. I don't know. Um, it's just not something that I take very kindly to. So, um, you know, basically what happens is I'll, I'll give you the run of the mill here. Cause I just did this, uh, three or four times already this week. I immediately block the person that dick pics me. I just, you know, I'll send, I usually, sometimes I send back a snarky comment. Sometimes I don't just depends on my, I guess, you know, how I'm feeling and if I'm in a hurry or not, but they always get blocked. They just get blocked immediately. I don't, I don't take any, um, uh, enjoyment. Like it doesn't turn me on. It just, it does zero for me less than zero. I love looking at a dick that I, from someone that I'm dating and seeing, you know, and we're texting back and forth and exchanging naughty pics and things like that. Yeah, that's fucking hot. That's fun. But it's hot and it's fun because I know that person intimately. I don't, I don't need a stranger's dick. You know, that's not special and that's not unique to me. And it, it, it just, there's no point of reference. And I always kind of wonder, I literally do, like, what type of Neanderthal, amoeba, like, half a brain cell kind of thinking makes a guy think that his dick is so special that the world needs to see it? If it's that good, guys, join, you know, become a porn star. Maybe it is. Maybe it is that special, right? But I don't want to see it. And if I want to, it needs to be a voluntary act of me saying, yes, I want to see your dick. Now, some guys are nice enough to say, can I send you a dick pic? And I say no. I always say no. I always say no dick pics, please. I've never said, oh, yeah, go ahead and send that. If I've known somebody for a while and we're flirting and there's buildup, and it's, you know, it's been a long time. Maybe I'll say yes. And this is, again, assuming I don't know you. You're just some random off the, you know, off the internet. Maybe. A very, very low percentage. But um, but just when someone comes straight out of the gate with that, or that's the first thing in my inbox, eh, you're gone. So I don't, it's not that I, like I said, it's not that I, I don't hate them. They're not the bane of my existence. <laughs> It's just, I just find it rude and annoying. And, and like I said, I mean, I really, I, I just go, oh my God, here it is. Another fucktard. I mean, there's just like, uh, is there a fucktard academy out there that guys are going to? I mean, where are you getting this stuff? Who and where and when did you decide this was okay? And that it's cool and that it's what women want. I, I, I don't know. Show me the website. Show me like the positive feedback you're getting. 
that's encouraging this because, quite frankly, I don't know any women that that want them. All I see are women saying, you know, this is ridiculous. And it is. It's ridiculous. So don't be a fucktard. That's all I can say is like hashtag don't be a fucktard. Okay. All right. Next one. This is from um, Mr. Naughty Discreet. It's my new little Twitter friend. Um, He sent me a video. Actually asked a video. He sent me a video. Here's what I like. He sent me a video. See, now, when I start vlogging, I might be able to include these little videos only with permission, of course. I would never just put somebody on there without permission. But he sent me a video and he's got his hand, it's a picture, he's got his hand, and he's just kind of like resting it on his leg. And I hear his voice. Very well done, Mr. Naughty Discreet. And I like how you put the hand in there because you know I love hand porn, like hands, a man's hands. That's what does it for me. Good news. Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. Um. Okay. He says, uh, so it was kind of a long, a long little thread, not long, but just there was a lot of questions in there. So I'm trying to read it back the way he said it. And he said, is there such a thing as love? Can you have just sex? Can you have sex and not fall in love? If you have sex, does that mean you have to love? You have to be in love. Okay. There's a lot of questions in there. Let me try to address all of them. I think we're kind of getting into, we're heading into the you know, the FWB NSA type scenarios. So that's friends with benefits, no strings attached type stuff. And where's the line on that? And how do you kind of differentiate between all of this? Um, So is there such a thing as love? Yes, there is. Absolutely. Of course. Absolutely. Um, And can I have just sex? Yeah, absolutely. I have that most of the time. I, it just depends on who it's with. I am just having sex. You know, you can have casual sex and not fall in love. That was one of your questions. You know, can you have sex and not fall in love? Yes, I do it quite well, often. I enjoy it. It's just, you know, you have to like somebody well enough. There has to be a physical attraction. I'm not just saying that there's zero there. No, there has to be, I mean, I have to find you attractive you have to turn me on. And I mean, there ha- I have to genuinely kind of like who you are. I'm not just if some asshole rolls up, you know, and he's good looking and he's a total douche. Uh, I'm not just going to have sex with him because he's good looking. No. There, yeah. There's some, there's some kind of common sense pre-qualifiers there. Um, and, you know, can I have sex and not fall in love? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I've, you know, I, I, I do it all the time. I think if you've listened to the full, um, you know, three years, four, well, four years now of the, of the podcast, you know, you can see in the beginning where, man, I was just kind of like a machine. I, I was, I was absolutely just, um, do, you know, do, doing me <laughs> basically, you know, just, having sex, enjoying the physical expression, the experience, getting off, 
um, hanging out with some good guys that I enjoyed spending time with. But also, I didn't even, quite frankly, need that qualifier. I w- it didn't have to be that we would go and do stuff. I, I could just come over and we could just have a hookup. You know, that's just kind of like a no strings attached kind of thing. Now, I, I did like it to be ongoing. I didn't like, I don't like, you know, I like more of a friends with benefits scenario. I'm not into um, just randoms, you know, random hookups like one and done. Uh, if a one and done happens, that's only really because I just, that maybe the sex just wasn't that great. They weren't feeling it. I wasn't feeling it, you know, something like that. But um, no, I mean, I prefer it to be ongoing because the sex gets better when you know somebody's body. And I don't want to just do this for mediocre sex. You know, if I'm going to go have sex with somebody, you know, I want it to be, I want it to be good. I want it to be very good. Um and let's see, it's, what's the last question here? here? Um, if you have sex, does that mean you have to fall in love? No. No. I mean, there's absolutely no. And that would be awkward. And quite frankly, you know, falling in love to, in, from, from my point of view or the way it's been for me is it's never been something that I could really control one way or the other. Because certainly there's, there have been guys that I just wish I could love. I wish I could love them the way they love me. I wish I reciprocated what they felt. And there's no reason, you know, as far as them as a human being and a person, there's no reason why I wouldn't. It's just, it's something you, sometimes you can't put your finger on. And then you end up loving people that you wish you didn't, you know, because the circumstances are shitty or... You know, it's not, it's not ideal. It's less than ideal. I mean, there's just, there's all these different variables. So the love thing, I wish I had control over it. I wish that I could say definitively, you know, I I had some, some predictors, <laughs> reliable predictors. You know, it's usually... <laughs> It's usually the people that I think that I don't see coming. It's usually the people that think, oh, I have absolutely nothing to worry about with this guy. I'm totally safe. And then all of a sudden it sneaks up and bites you in the ass. I mean, again, if you've listened, if you've listened to the podcast and, you know, for the, over the years, you see that you, that has played out, it has literally played out, uh, on the air. Um, so yeah, there's just all these different variables, but, um, but you know, you, yes, you can have absolutely, you can have sex and have it be fun and enjoyable and, and, um, and just, just something that, you know, you're, you get together with someone that you enjoy their company and you enjoy each other's bodies and it doesn't have to be anything more than that. And as long as everybody's on the same page, fabulous, you're good. Uh, it's when, you know, it's when somebody starts to change their mind and feeling, you know, someone goes a different way. That's when it gets hard. And a lot, and, and a lot of times that is the case, you know, it's not, it's not equitous. There's, there's, there can be an imbalance there, but you know, you can absolutely have, you know, no strings attached sex with somebody and, and you can also have, you know, friends with benefits and, um, you know, that's not, it's not hard to do. It, you know, it, it's easier to, I think it's, that's for me, that's easier to do than actually falling in love. Falling in love for me is hard. It just doesn't happen very often. I don't go there very often. It just, like I said, because it's not something that I really clearly have 
you know, any uh, control over. I, I mean, I could line up, I could think of several guys off the top of my head that I wished, you know, I was madly in love with because they have all the right stuff on paper that I'm looking for, you know, and the physical and the kind, I mean, everything, like everything that, you know, fits my, I want this in a man description, but something's off. I mean, you know, it's weird. It's like the chemicals, the chemistry, or, you know, uh, that special little secret sauce, you know, something's not there. And then, you know, you get hit out of nowhere with somebody that you never thought in a million years, like you would be head over heels for and boom, you know, there you go there. It, boom. You find yourself in that scenario. So I don't know. I think I answered your question, but I don't know if I was able to shed much light on the other, other aspects of it. All right. So I appreciate your question. Okay. Uh, next one. Jay will wreck ya. <laughs> Did you get pounded last night? Um, Jay, Jay will wreck ya. Uh, nice name. Um, nice handle. <laughs> and he sent me a picture too. He's cute. You're attractive, but interesting facial hair. Is that, is that, a, is that Jay? Is that coming back in style? Is that a new, is that a thing? Like those mutton chops? Is that what, is that, uh, or is that for a special occasion? I, Jay, I think you look, I think you'd look better with, without that or, or maybe just like the, you know, maybe do the full beard. I like the beard. I like bearded guys. Yeah. But the mutton chop look, ah, eh, not so much. Anyway, you are, you're an attractive guy. Thanks for your question. Uh, to answer it, no, I did not get pounded last night. No, um, I was, uh, I made dinner and uh, I was sanding a chair. <laughs> and not an electric sander, because maybe I could have like, you know, sort of leaned into that while I was <laughs> sanding and gotten a little excitement out of it. No, it was manual. It's all manual. And I certainly wasn't going to like put that, put that on my parts. No, it's like a hundred grit sandpaper, I think, or something like that. No. Um, anyway, there you go. Okay. Next question. Mr. Ryan 20. Oh, and Mr. And, um, BK 047. How's your day? Beautiful. And hi, beautiful. Now, the reason I threw these in there is because I get a lot of highs, haze, how are you? What up? You know, basic, real, real, real generic questions. And I, I fly, I don't even, I don't even acknowledge them. You know why these got my attention? Because they put the word beautiful on the end. <laughs> Guys, have you ever seen that quote that floats around that says, you know, call her beautiful like it's her first name? Trust me, you throw that shit in there, gorgeous, darling, beautiful, sweetheart. Uh, it, it it catapults you. It, it moves you up in the ranks like a thousand percent. So um, just a little hint there. Just a little hint. Like, you know, I, I, I mean, I have this one guy like I ha I've got like 10 hays in a row. Hey, 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 hey. I think every time he sees my something posted, you know, he gets on there and thinks I'm online. Hey, hey, hey. Well, hey, what? <laughs> I don't, uh, hey, hey, you know, I don't know. I, I don't even respond to that stuff. It's too generic. So to these two, 
gentleman who who called me out as beautiful. Thank you. I appreciate that. And um, my day's going pretty well. Just doing my podcast here. Getting ready to go to church. Yes, I go to church. I know it's Sunday. I go to church on Sundays. I love church. Um, and uh, yeah, just got, you know, going to finish up my chair. I'm standing, going to paint it. And uh, maybe give my dogs a bath. Maybe masturbate later. We'll see. Uh, gotta, gotta give that big new dildo with a suction cup uh, a workout. It's kind of missing me. It's a little lonely. So and that's about it. All right. Number, next question. Number five. I'm like, oh, number five. Um, this guy. Okay. I can't, I don't even know how to say his handle. I'm going to try. Uh, Curzon. Sir Larry, Curzon Sir Larry. Sounds like a randomly made up, just mechanically generated one that you get when you don't know what to say, what to call, what to, what to give yourself as a handle. Okay. Well, this is kind of interesting. He says, I think my GF is cheating on me. I saw her on her phone with a picture of, of her ex-boyfriend's cock. And she says, I, I, so I asked him, I said, what, wait a minute, you saw a pic, what's going on here? You know, did you ask her about it? What did she say? She says that she misses his cock. And apparently he told her not to do this anymore. And she says, okay, but his, his, the ex-boyfriend's birthday is tomorrow and she wants to go to the birthday. Okay. I'm, I'm just going to call you Kurz for short. Because I can't, because your handle's just too long. Um, buddy, you're in trouble. She's cheating on you. Either she's already done it or she's going to. In my opinion, and I'm sorry to say this, your relationship is done. Okay. When a woman is thinking about her ex or someone else or looking at their dick pic, that means she's not interested in your dick pic. You get what I'm saying? I'm sorry. I hate to say this and I hate to be so blunt about it. But quite frankly, what I think you need to do is um, break up with her. And I think it's time to move on probably. And I only say this because having been there before, I've been in this scenario where I'm with somebody, great guy, another instance of wish I could have loved him the way he loved me. Just something wasn't right there. And, you know, I got to the point where, yeah, I was just, you know, was chatting with with an ex and was really wanting to, you know, was fantasizing about that guy, fantasizing about him when I'm having sex with this other guy. And once, you know, and I tried to get my mind right and I tried to appreciate the guy I was with and, again, really loved him but wasn't in love with him. Once you get to that point, you're already too far gone. There's no saving it. And I didn't cheat. I did not cheat on this guy because I've only cheated on somebody once. And that was when I was 18. And when he found out and when I told him and when he saw the look on my face, that I never forgot that look. I could feel how he felt with that look. 
And I never wanted to see somebody looking at me like that again. And so that's why I'm so big on honesty and just telling people, you got to put the truth out there. Let them deal with it. Either they're going to handle it or they're not. Overshare. Be over honest. Like, I mean, I, I have no filter. There's a reason. It's just because, and sometimes that, that hurts people's feelings, but you know what? I'd rather have that than see that look again. Then hold back, hold back, hold back, hold back, hold back until I get to that point where what comes out causes that look. And what and the reaction that comes from holding back how I'm really feeling, being afraid to talk about things, address issues, things like that. Because sometimes you do get past it. So, so Kurz, I would suggest that you get very direct and upfront with this girl and say, hey, you know, here's my concern. Here's where I think you might be at. I'd like you to tell me the truth. I'd really like to know what's going on. Is this something you want to try to work past? Yes or no? And if not, I totally understand and I wish you the best. I mean, seriously, you got to be like that, just drop dead to the point. And there's no there's no reason for you to sit there and wonder and get suspicious and have to be looking on her phone. And, you know, when you, when you again, I think what I'm trying to say, too, is when, you, when you're at that point, it's almost, you know, it's almost you're too far gone. It's too far gone. So... I hope that helps. I don't mean to be, I'm sorry if I'm, you know, telling you something you don't want to hear, but my gut says, um, you know, it's, it's too far gone. And, uh, you know, she's, you kind of, you, you know, you're thinking you're about to lose her, but I think you, I think you already have, I think it already happened. You just didn't know. All right. Well, keep me posted if you want. I'd love to know, you know, how it turns out. Okay. Best of luck, sweetheart. Okay, curious. This is from Curious Fun Fit Couple. Did you, I love this question. Did you ever do the second vag tightening? I didn't know about it until hearing your podcast. I'm intrigued. Any negative side effects? Um, well, let me, uh, gosh, first of all, you went way back. I think that, geez, was that like your one? <laughs> um, I don't know if all my listeners know this, but I, I just, I, I, I love to do crazy shit and I don't mind using myself. Obviously, clearly I've used myself in this whole big social experiment, this whole sexual social experiment. It's really all for your benefit. Hopefully you guys are getting something out of it. The vaginal tightening. Um, so I'm going to fill in the backstory. I, um, I don't even know how I came across it. It was a Groupon. And I was thinking, I saw that, I'm like, vaginal, but laser tightening, what is this? And I just thought, you know what, I'm going to go do this, and then I'm going to report back to my listeners, like, what, what what my findings were. So I got a group on, and I went and did this vaginal laser tightening. And it's supposed to be good for all this stuff. Um, now, I think, uh, you know, and... I think there's a, there's a long list of things. So you can look it up. I don't I don't have it all off the top of my head. There's a long list of things like, you know, if you actually like, it's actually supposed to be really good for certain um, medical conditions and things like that, 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 that women get. I don't have any of those. I just wanted to give it a shot. And um, so what they do is they, they, first of all, they take a picture of your uh, vagina and uh, they send you a before and after because it like literally shrinks it up like right then and there, like on the spot, you see 
you know, a, bef- a before and after. It's instantaneous. Um, so she did it. I think it lasts about like 20 minutes or something like that. They do the probe on the outside of your vagina and then and then inside. So they go inside. And um, yeah, I mean, it does, it, it, it absolutely does tightening. Now, I think, so the whole point, I just went and did one session. You're supposed to do... I think three or four, you know, I mean, it's not, you need to do it again. And now that you're bringing it up, you know, now that, now that this is coming back to my attention here, um, curious, fun fit couple, I might go, I might look for another coupon and go try it again. Actually try to do a series of it and see like if it makes a difference. Cause I'll tell you what, when you get older and the bigger the toys are and the more like adventurous I'm getting sexually, I worry like, oh my God, am I getting stretched out? Like I'm totally addicted to this big fucking dildo with this suction cup on it. <laughs> and I, but I'm worried like I'm going to stretch myself out, you know, like, oh my God, you know, like, is this changing how I feel? I need to ask, I need to ask some of the guys that I'm with, like, have you noticed? Is it getting, do you think I'm getting a looser? I don't think so, but you know, I guess it could happen. Um, Anyway, did I have any side effects from it? Nothing negative. No, not at all. I mean, and I do think it actually, I, it, it, yes, it did tighten me up. Absolutely. I wasn't loose though to be, to begin with. I want to say that. So let me give you like a, a point of reference. I was not, I didn't go in there to get it done because I thought, oh my gosh, you know, I need, um, I need this. I just was really trying to see, Hey, does does this work? If I'm, I was already tight and I thought, could I be even tighter? That would be good. Um, but yes, it does work. And I can also tell you, um, to the person that asked this question, I also have a, I have a friend that, uh, ha- just did it and she went and did the series of it because she was actually having some of the, uh, some of the symptoms that she, you know, like painful sex, dry sex, um, things that, Things that We've all seen the headlines in the news of how someone lost their life in an act of cold-blooded murder. And while it's sad and grabs your attention, most people go on with their day without giving it another thought. But have you ever stopped to think about the life of the person at the center of the news story? They were more than just a headline or a statistic. They were someone's loved one or friend. I'm Mike Morford, and my podcast, The Murder of My Family, dives into some of those stories to help listeners get to know the person who was lost and how their death affected those closest to them. Listen to The Murder of My Family everywhere you listen to podcasts. There are well over 100 episodes to binge on now this was i think originally not not just the cosmetic or the aesthetic part of it um but the reason that they started using lasers down there in the first in the first place is is because you know women i guess it also it also gets you um makes you more lubricated and does something to the to the lining and the wall of the vagina it I don't know if it sloughs it off or it regenerates it. Or it makes it tighter, but it also uh, is supposed to make it more more lubricate more lubric lubricated. And uh, anyway, my so my friend, yeah, I mean she swears by it. She says it's like night and day. She was for years struggling with you know not wanting to have sex, painful sex, all that stuff, and now she's like, you know, she sends me a text the other day like she spent five hundred dollars at the sex shop with her husband i'm like what is going on are you guys i said what's got you in the mood <laughs> anyway she s- swears by it so that i can tell you that's that's there's my little bit of knowledge on it um and uh i would definitely look into it and do it you know and now you've got me thinking about doing it again just just for the uh 
Yeah, just for the tightening aspects. I mean, it. We all know if it, I think it, it feels better as a woman when you're tighter. You when you're gripping and you can feel everything, and it's easier to for me. It's easier to orgasm all that stuff. Um, you know, it's, the more you're filled up, you feel filled up with less, right? When you're tight, um, and then you're gonna come easier and be more lubricated and all that stuff. So. Yeah, I recommend it. Go for it. And if you if you go and get it done, would you follow up with me, please, and let me know how how that worked? I'd love to hear back. Okay. Um. Now the next this next one. Oh, okay. This is from my Dirty Fantasy sixteen fifty one. Um. He wants to tell me what he he actually sent me something. Hey, baby girl, your blog really turns me on and you're fucking gorgeous. Can I tell you what I would do to you? And all I did was send a little kiss back. I didn't I didn't actually say yes or no. Anyway, he sends back. Um, I think you would make the perfect little fuck toy to keep around the house. I would make sure you stay naked at all times while you do stuff around the house. I'd start my morning by rolling over and seeing your sexy little body sleeping on your stomach and get on top of you and wake you up with my hard cock deep inside your tight little pussy, one hand on the back of your neck and the other reaching around your stomach to pull you closer until I come inside you. Then later when I get home, I throw you on the couch, get on top of you, and while I have one hand around your neck, I tell you to play with yourself to get yourself wet and tell you what a good girl you are before throwing your legs on my shoulder and fuck you till you're moaning and your legs are shaking. You know, this scenario sounds um, oddly familiar. (laughs) Um, So maybe I'll give you my version, my sexy version of it. Um, So, you know, it starts with me sleeping, of course, and then you roll over and you're putting your hard cock deep, deep inside my wet pussy. And of course, I'm instantly responding to you and turned on the second I feel that cock inside me because you know how much I love it, baby, and I need it every day. It's the best way to wake up is with you inside me. And then you fuck me. I can hear you breathing in my ear. I'm getting wetter and closer and closer. And then I come all over that cock. Right as I do, you're exploding deep inside me. Fuck, it feels so good. There you go. There's my response. All right. Next question. I know. I didn't really answer it. Just kind of added to it. And uh, I was too lazy to type it. So there you go. It's an audio response. Your lucky day. Okay. Uh, Here's a question from someone wants to know. That's the handle here. Tell me about your pussy baby. Hmm. Well, okay, let me see. Like, do you know what roast beef looks like? Those big, long flaps when you slice it? Yeah, that's what mine looks like. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. Um, Totally kidding. Does not look like that at all. Just being a little bit of a smart ass. Tell me about your pussy. Well, what do you want to know? It's wet. It's tight. It could get tighter if I do some vaginal tightening, vaginal laser tightening if I get another group on. Um, 
I have just a little landing strip on the top. I tinker around with shaving it all off. It's just a tiny little strip. I don't have any hair in the lips or anything like that. Um, I've been lasered down there, so I can't get any hair um, past the strip. That's not an option anymore. I saw something going around the other day about for 2020, women should be growing their pubic hairs out and let it be wild and all that shit. A, don't want to do it. Wouldn't do it even if I could do it. And B, I just can't do it. It's not an option anymore. I just don't like the 70s. I, I'm not into that 70s, you know, ma crotch, big old bush look. Now, for me, I won't say that, like, I'll see, I'll see it in pictures and think it, I see it in modern pictures and think it looks fine and sexy and all that. And, um, I just, I, like, I just couldn't, I couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. So, um, even if I wanted to, I would not, I mean, even, I'm sorry, even if I could, like if I could physically still grow the hair, you know, um, I wouldn't do it. It just doesn't appeal to me. Um, let's see what else. Um, there's the, oh, last one. Okay. Here's the last question. Um, it's sexy kitten girl for fun. How do you stay so sexually active all the time? Doesn't real life get in the way? Yes. <laughs> of course it does. Absolutely. Um, I, I have a lot of stuff going on all the time and I get distracted. Life takes over if you if you've been listening to me from the beginning, you'll know that's what started this whole thing is that I was three and a half years with no sex, none, zip, not a not nobody touching me, nothing. And that was just because I'm, you know, I'm I'm just a type A worker, you know, I uh, I'm I've been an entrepreneur just about my whole life and um I I get so like work work is like, I mean, you know, like I like, I like business. I'm all about business. And, um, so I let it kind of consume me when I really like something, it consumes me. And what I started to realize was, well, this is really strange. Why have I totally, uh, cut out this one aspect of myself, this sexual aspect of myself? I'm, you know, uh, uh, I'm a, I'm a beautiful woman and, I'm a sexual creature and sex is so important. It's something that we all need. We all want. We, we, it's, it's actually such a huge part of our lives, you know, and think about how much it drives what you do. You see it in marketing. It's all around us, you know, dating apps, porn pictures, provocative things, suggestive things, the way we dress. It's in every you know, it's, it's so subtly and not so subtly intertwined and ingrained in our daily lives, but somehow, you know, we'll, we'll completely take ourselves out of being sexual, you know, with another person, not just solo, you know, not just masturbating, but actually having sex. And it's, and it's not uncommon. And I just thought, what is this about? I don't know. You know, like this is, and I, when I really, really thought about it, I thought this is strange. It's also fucked up. I'm not going to waste the pretty any longer. I'm going to enjoy myself sexually. And I'm going to, not only am I going to enjoy myself sexually, 
I'm going to make it a priority the same way I would any any business task, anything that I wanted to accomplish, I'd focus on it. I'd hyper-focus on it. I'd make it happen. And so I just decided that sex was important and I was going to make sure it stayed important and make it a priority. So it's really about your priorities, you know, whether, you, whether your priorities, you know, when you want to stay in shape, you want to exercise, you go to the gym, you know, you want to keep, you want to you always want your hair, you know, for women, you, you want our hair looking good. We make sure we, fuck, those appointments are booked out. You know what I mean? Like we stay on top of that shit. It's, it's just about prioritizing. And does, you know, does stuff get in the way sometimes from time to time? Of course it does. But I've just decided that, you know, some of the things that I need in my life and I want in my life, um, and have to have, uh, you know, physical, physical contact, physical expression, orgasms, you know, sex with somebody that I like and enjoy and that I have good sex with, not just crappy sex, good sex that, you know, absolutely it's on, it's, it's in my top five. It's up, you know, it might be number three. I don't, I I have to sit down and really like figure out like what, what, where it's at, but yeah, I mean, so I make time for it. I make, I make an effort to, you know, to stay, active and dating and, you know, and, and that takes work, you know, I'm not going to, there's, there's unglamorous aspects of it. There's work to it, right. You know, you got to put in the time. So, but, um, but the reward, <laughs> the reward is definitely worth it. So what do they say that the, the juice is worth the squeeze. So I recommend that you, you know, I recommend to everybody out there, if you're in a little slump, a sexual rut, a slump, you can change it. Literally, I changed it overnight. I just said, fuck this shit. I'm I'm going in a different direction. And that's how this whole thing started. That's how this whole Curious Girl Diaries podcast, the whole thing, that's what sparked it and kicked it off. So anyway, I hope that uh, if you're hearing this and you're in that, you're in that scenario, you know, that this will be the year you're just going to say, nope. You know, you'll hear this and say, that's it. I'm changing my mind about that. I'm going to move in a different direction. I'm going to start putting myself out there, being, you know, being more sexual, making my sexual gratification and my sex life a priority. All right. There you go. All right, guys. Hey, thanks for listening. Um, As always, please send me your questions or comments. I love that. I promise. I think you notice here, I'm trying to get better about actually not just reading the questions, but actually giving shouts out, giving you guys a shout out to the people that are, that are, um, that are writing in and texting in. Um, remember, don't forget, you know, please, please, please. You can text me now. 415-997-0957. That's the fastest way. Um, you know, if you send me a question and you don't want me to use your handle or, you know, identify you in any way. I, by the way, I'll, I'll always only use, even if you give me your full name, I will only use your first name. I, I respect everybody's privacy. Um, you know, I've I've done this anonymously uh, for you know going on four years now. Trust trust me, I get it. You don't need to explain. So um, yeah, text me. Uh, you can now. I'm on like I said, Twitter at the curious underscore girl. Of course, I'm always on all the other social media: Tumblr, Facebook. Um, where else am I? There's one other place I'm forgetting right now off the top of my head. And the website, thecuriousgirldiaries.com. Okay. And don't forget to donate. All right. Thanks, guys. Mwah. Love you. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like what you hear, refer me to a friend. And make sure you're following me on social media. Also, go to the website, thecuriousgirldiaries.com. 
and join my subscribers only list for access to exclusive content. And as usual, questions or comments, you can always email me at curiousgirl at thecuriousgirldiaries.com.